Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please join the conversation on Twitter. You can find us at Business Bros Pod or visit the website csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you have found a way to implement what we're talking about? And how can you take advantage of the information that you do here today? By scheduling your free coaching call today. That's how. That's how you do it. All right. Speaking of uh, scheduling coaching calls and getting better, today's topic. Today's it kind of hurts a little bit. It hurts. It hurts it, our ego. Yeah, it hurts our ego a lot, right? Really? Seriously? I mean, failure. Failure. You know, it's it's funny when you talk about failure because, like, everybody wants to win, right? But mm-hmm. winning only really does feel good if you've experienced losing. Right? Yeah. If you've never experienced losing, it you know, winning just kind of loses its flavor. Don't yeah, get me I wrong. Think, I, think I would love to win every single time. Mm-hmm. But it just you just know how much better it is because you have failed in the past. I think you appreciate the wins that much more when you've experienced the failure. Yeah, definitely. Because otherwise, I mean, and and it, you can you can look at it the other way too. You fail often, and it's, you know, time after time after time. Sometimes winning can be just a you know pipe dream. <laughs> I guess it might feel like that, anyways. It might feel like that, yeah. But that perseverance, that ability to keep going, and knowing that you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And then when you do finally reach that light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. man, it feels so good. It feels so good. It feels so good. Well, that is, you know, a big part of what we're going to be talking about today. Today's title is bouncing back from failure, right? Bouncing back from failure. So, you know, it's something that everybody who is in business, who is in sales, who is living this game we call life is going to experience at one point or another, right? Oh, dude. I still experience it to this day. So I decided we're going to, I was going to start <laughs> pitching uh, the coaching program to to real estate agents that haven't got their license yet, right? They're mm-hmm. in a pre-licensing type thing. So, you know, I went out there, when, the the first time I went out there, uh, I got in front of these people and, and I have my normal spiel that I talk to people who are in the business already. Mm-hmm. And as I got up there and ready to talk, I'm thinking, None of this applies. <laughs> like I didn't plan for it, and so you know I got through my little you know speech, but it was horrible. It was bad. It sucked. I don't mm-hmm. think I had anybody's attention really because I didn't even. I, I could feel I wasn't even comfortable with what I was saying. Mm-hmm. But you know whatever. I got through it, 
And then after that, I just, you know, I, I went back and I kind of looked at my experience and I was like, okay, well, that was not cool, right? That, that was sucked. horrible. But what can I do better, right? And right. I, and I kind of went back and I, I looked at that story and I was like, okay, well, I need to have a, a good intro to my keynote as usual. That one has, you know, I use the same story. That one, that was, that part so, was okay. So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but basically what you did was you saw your failure for what it was. You went back and you took a look at it, asked yourself what you could learn from it and implemented a plan to, to do better next time. Exactly. Okay, and so basically you just summed up the entire podcast in one sentence. All right, so we're done. All and, right, uh, well, make sure thank you. you. Follow we'll us talk to you guys Facebook. next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, let's go back a couple of episodes and let's say, seriously, guys, it's that easy. It, it, you know, right. it really is that easy, though. It is, but at the same time, it isn't because failure is a very emotional thing. It is. Failure is a very emotional thing. When you get your ego smacked down, it hurts. Look, it was hard enough. I mean, I've I've gotten to the point now where because of of my profession, because of the teaching career that I have, because of the coaching stuff that we do, it's easy for me to get in front of a, you know, group of people and talk and even if I bomb, it's not that big a deal. I think it might have sucked, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm I'm more I have more pressure on myself mm-hmm. when when that happens, but I'm I'm still like, okay, well, how do I fix this? And I keep moving forward because to me, it's like second nature, right? I've fallen down enough times to, you know, I know how to clean my knees up and keep going. <laughs> but, why do we fall, Bruce? Why, yeah, do, we why fall? do we fall so we can get back up? But you're right. I mean, it's really that simple to just, you know, well, how did, what mistakes did you make? Let's fix them and move, move forward. But for most people, even getting up to do it the first time is a problem. That's true too. You know what I mean? Like I- imagine all the effort that you would put into preparing to stand up in front of your peers who um, you are supposed to be, you know, knowledgeable or some sort of expert. And in the back of your mind, you have that little guilty little conscious of yours telling you, you're not that great. You're not, oh, good. Yeah. don't get up there. Don't do it. Your ego, right? Your ego yeah. and your insecurities are stopping you. And you finally, you know, get the muster to get up there and do it. And then you bomb. Right. I mean, how difficult was it for you to even get started? And now you've messed up and now you're feeling like that little ego guy in the back of your mind. Like, right. He was right. So why would you want to do it again? And many Mm -hmm. people who even get that urge to do it the first time and fail Mm -hmm. have even more difficult time to do it again. They're now now, you know. I, I can argue both sides, right? And now you have one person who's like, I'm never going to do that again and done. That's it. I, obviously, I sucked. It's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you do have the other side that says, well, I didn't die, right? <laughs> so let's try to fix this and let's let's try it again. Right. So basically, there's two uh, reactions that you can have to failure. One is to say, okay, I failed. That didn't work. I'm done. I quit. That's one option. And that is an option. That is an option. That is absolutely an option. But your other option is to persevere, to look at yourself and understand that everything that happens to you is your fault. Right? That's a hard pill to swallow. It is. Everything that happens to you, everything, every failure that you have is your responsibility. You know, and I like the the little note that you put here because it's it's a funny little saying, but it'll kind of get you through that, that, you know, that pill that you have to swallow that it's your fault. Pobody's nerfect. Pobody's nerfect. <laughs> Pobody's nerfect. I love it. I, I think it's hilarious. I saw it on, uh, what was that show? Uh, the Good Place. The Good Place. The Good Place. And I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, but it's but that, it, it helps you realize that, you know, for me, it's that, that simplicity of, you know, you're right. Nobody is perfect. You, you are going to make mistakes and it's okay. And it is your fault. 
swallow yeah. that pill and let's get going. Right. right. I mean, take the hit, mm-hmm. mend the wounds, mm-hmm. and go forward. Right. And when we're saying this, I want one thing to come across as clearly as possible. And that's that we are not being condescending and we're not being patronizing in any way, shape, or form. This is a simple truth that we all have to understand and realize and come to terms with. It's not meant to be like, oh, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. You know, everybody fails. No, 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 no. It's it's really a very, very uh, deep and foundational truth, fundamental truth that you have to realize and understand. You will fail. Yes. You will fail more than once. If you continue to pursue something, if you are passionate about pursuing something and you want to be the best at it, you will fail. You will make mistakes. No person, not a single one who was ever successful, never failed. No. They've all failed more than one on more than one occasion. But what do we say about failure? It is your first step towards success. Yeah, you're not going to make it to where you want to go unless you know that you're going to try, right? And trying is part of the learning process, right? There's no way you solve the math problem the very first time, right? You mm-hmm. had to first understand what the concepts were. You had to understand how the rules were, and then you did it successfully, and then it became second nature, mm-hmm. right? But you had to fail to succeed, Correct. You Everybody didn't, does. You didn't get up and start walking the very first time as a baby either. You <laughs> fell down. Yep. You didn't start running the first time either. You had to learn to walk. I mean, everything comes, Any anything worth having comes through uh, perseverance. I right. Mean, you have to. You have to continue to try and get better and get better and get better, which is one of those reasons why coaching is there, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, you know, it's, it, everybody's going to fail. But if you have somebody there to support you, not only on the, on the, on the yeah, get up, you know, and let's keep going, mm-hmm. but at the same time, taking a look at how you failed. Right. What is it that you made a mistake on mm-hmm. and how are we going to address the situation so that you have the correct ammo or the, you know, the correct right. things in place so that the next time you go at it and that we, you know, a good coach forces you to go into mm-hmm. the next thing, you're, you're prepared. Yep. Yep. Right. And that actually gave me another day idea. Um, but I'm going to talk about that with you later. All right. <laughs> um, step one. Step one. Let's jump into how do we bounce back from failure? Step right. one. First of all, understand that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, we always say it funny. You didn't die. Right? You didn't die. And and here's the thing is when we say that again, it is not meant to be condescending or patronizing in any way. But what often happens is people see this failure and they spiral. Yeah. It's the first step towards a deep spiral and then they start losing confidence and they don't feel like they're good enough and they don't know enough and they're not knowledgeable enough and they're not proficient enough and they're not smart enough and they're not this and they're not that and they're not confident enough. You know, one of the things that I that I hear on uh, Tim and Julie's podcast that Julie says all the time and I think it's actually wonderful is they, they say things like, it's too soon to tell. Yeah, right? that's a you good You made one. a mistake, you tripped, you fell, you took a wrong exit, whatever it is, you feel bad about what it is, but it's not the end of the world. It's just too soon to tell. Right. I mean, life takes us on so many different paths that you right now may think it's a mistake, but it's actually a door that opened to something major, something mm-hmm. big, something amazing. It's too soon to tell. Right. So when you take that accountability factor, when you make it, when you do understand that it is my fault that this thing happened, you're taking your perspective and changing it from a victim mentality to to something where you have control over 
Right, right. Victims don't have control over things that happen to them. Mm-hmm. Never, they never do. And which is why if you have a victim mentality, you're never going to succeed. You're never going to bounce back from this failure. But if you flip that mindset. It's a hard truth too. Right, it's true. But if you flip that mindset to it was my fault, even if something was, you know, if it wasn't your fault, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was your fault for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. If you can accept that truth, then you have that understanding. Then then you can tell yourself, you know, it's too soon to tell. I mean, how many stories do we hear of people who, you know, go through, um, it could be like an, a military thing, right? And they lose a leg or they lose an arm or they're in an accident and they're physically incapable of moving forward. Yet their life becomes a dedication to a specific cause and it, mm-hmm. it transcends beyond whatever they would have ever thought their life would have been very, because of that sort of failure. Yeah, very, very inspirational stories, those. I mean, they are. But, and, and that's the thing, right? At that moment, when when that incident happens to them, when something devastating happens in their life, they could take that mentality of, that's it, my life's over, I don't even mm-hmm. want to be here. Mm-hmm. And there are people who do, right? Yes. And those oh, are yeah. also devastating stories, people who give up. Yep. But then there are those people who persevere, Yes. who no matter what happens to them in their life, they're going to take control of it. They are not the victim, mm-hmm. right? They're going to take this and they're going to turn it into something powerful. And those are the people that we always end up looking up to. Those are the YouTube videos that get millions of views. Mm-hmm. Those are the stories that we love to share mm-hmm. because they're so inspirational. They're like, how could somebody with that much failure become so successful? Right. Yeah, no, at 100% agree with everything that you just said. And I would to kind of follow up on that. I think back to one of our earlier podcasts, it comes down to choice. It does. Right. It all comes down to choice. You can choose to give into the depression and accept that, you know, accept the quote unquote air quote unquote air quotes that your life is over and that's it. It's it's not worth living anymore. And like you said, that those are devastating um, devastating cases as well. You know, it's 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 a tragedy, but you could also choose, right? It's not an easy choice, but you could also choose to pick yourself up from wherever you got left and do something with it. And I love those stories where, uh, you know, uh, people who were born with no arms and legs become professional wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Uh, paraplegic wrestlers. Like I mean, I mean, I mean not professional, but I mean. Yeah. Still, the NFL has that great commercial right now. The kid that has, you know, the, the, with the one hand, with the one hand, right? Yeah, and and they shows, you know, you can work just as hard. You might have to work even harder, mm-hmm. but you can be the best and an inspiration to those around you. Yeah, when I was in school, I did. Uh, when I was in college, I did a thing on. Uh, also, I think it was a Seahawks player who was hard of hearing. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. If anybody wants to give us a shout at Business Bros Pod, let me know whose name that was. Um, would love to hear from you. And yeah, uh, that was that was another inspiring story. It's the way that people overcome these obstacles that often they're born with. But for us, it's circumstances that we create. Right. And we run into failures. And again, we have that choice to give up on our pursuits, give up on these things that have been driving us, give up on our goals and our dreams and ourselves, or we pick up and keep going and we keep going. So step one, understand everything is going to be okay. You didn't die. You will recover. It's not the end of the world. It's too soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. Step two, you want to read that? Ask yourself, what did I learn from this? What did I learn from this? So I was having this conversation, went to visit mom this weekend, and a two and a half hour drive up to LA, 
Those two are good and a drives, half huh? hour drive back. <laughs> they're, you know, they're good drives when you have good company. I was lucky enough to have some good company. Uh, and Vanessa and I were just chit-chatting the whole way. And uh, this is definitely something that was on my mind uh, because of something that happened last week. You know, one of our, uh, basically this is the whole reason is one of our agents uh, felt this failure. And I felt the failure as her coach that I didn't do my job right. And so not only does she have to bounce back from, you know, her feelings of failure in this one particular case, I have to bounce back from my feelings of failure by not providing the right service to her. Right. Right. So when you ask yourself, what did you learn from this? I came up with this acronym, if you will, uh, back in my Navy years. It must have been 2011. That's quite some time ago. 2011, I think, is when I came up with this. And it's four letters, I-I-A-A. And it stands for identify, internalize, analyze, then act. And I don't know. We might actually run out of time uh, and have to jump into you know, the next thing on the next episode. We'll see. But uh, first of all, we're going to start off with identify. What do you mean by identify? So when you're talking about identify, there's a number of things. When you have a failure, I mentioned earlier, it's an emotional time. Mm -hmm. Failure has a tendency to stir up all kinds of emotions. Anxiety, fear, anger, frustration, sadness, right? You feel all of these things at the same time. At the same time when you feel failure. Right. So the first thing is to identify not just the feelings. Right. You have to identify. Let's start with the feelings. Let's start with the feelings. You have to identify these different feelings. Okay. What do I feel? I feel angry. I feel angry at my coach because he didn't give me the information that I needed. I feel angry at my self because I didn't do enough research to provide the customer with the information that they needed. Okay. You've got that identified. Your next thing is to internalize it. And when you internalize, it's doing, it's, it's soul digging, right? It's, it's emotional work. All right. Business is not all logic. (laughs) I wish it was. (laughs) I wish it was. Business and sales is not 100% logic. There are emotions tied to this. When we talked about your uh, 27 ways to what was it how to come back from 27 27 nos you know this is the same type of thing how do you bounce back from 27 nos it's emotional it's draining you make that many calls and you don't get the answer that you want it's it's painful it could be emotionally draining i guess you know i mean i'm not as as deep into my emotions i guess as, as a lot of people but i can see how that that can definitely put a damper in your day <laughs> I absolutely mean, it, for me it I, I guess i don't get as uh emotionally involved but i do get shut down mm-hmm. right and, and you know i um it's a hard for me to get started the next day if i've had a rough day before ah so you know what you, i mean so you go through the same things though so oh, yeah everybody does so right? for you then on that next day it might be worthwhile for you to look at your feelings towards that day your your hesitation to get started right and say why why am i hesitant to start 
and you think about the day before and oh this call didn't go right and this no, that, didn't go right now that you're bringing that up you know it's funny is i don't want to let myself down i think is what's going through my mind mm-hmm. and at the same time by not acting by not taking action i'm letting myself down yeah and that's that's kind of one of those weird struggles that I think uh, a lot of salespeople struggle with, right? They had a bad day the day before, and now they're looking at that next door, they're looking at that next call, and they're kind of uh, shocked or maybe like traumatized a little bit. Like it's, I'm afraid that I'm going to have another bad day, and then they don't act, mm-hmm. and they have they by default have mm-hmm. had a bad day, and then it kind of increases the next day. Like now I got to make up, you know, what I'm doing the day right. before because I didn't make my calls. Plus I had a bad day. And it, you're right. That's where the spiral starts to happen. Then mm-hmm. it goes two, three days without you making a call mm-hmm. and you're struggling with it. Yep. And now you feel like, well, if I was going to make 25 calls a day and on Monday I didn't make my calls and on Tuesday I didn't make my calls. And now it's Wednesday. Now I have to make 75 calls to bounce back from the week. And, you know, I'm totally overwhelmed by that and afraid, you know, it, it's, it's, it causes anxiety inside of me to think about getting started because there's no way that I'm going to make 75 calls. And now it's Thursday and I'm at 100 calls that I need to make. And But here's the beauty of it. Who said you need to make up all the other ones? You could just hit the reset button. And start from scratch right there. So that right there is internalizing. That right there is when you say, okay, I've accepted within myself that I did not do the things that I wanted to do on Monday and on Tuesday. But you know what? Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow the sun will rise. Tomorrow the sun will rise. I'm going to forget about Monday. I'm going to forget about Tuesday. Today is Wednesday. I start I can today. Start, I can start today. I don't have to wait till Monday. Don't have to wait. I don't till have Monday. to wait till the first of the month. Mm-mm. I don't have to wait till the next paycheck. I can start today. So all of that is the internalizing process. It's it's getting again within yourself and and admitting and understanding that you made a mistake and just saying okay, I'm gonna get better. And so that takes us into step three, which is analyze. Well, I shouldn't say it's step three, but yeah, in this process, it's part three. Analyze. So identify, internalize, analyze, act. We're at analyze. What is your next step? This is where you start to generate your plan. Okay, I didn't make my calls on Monday. I didn't make my calls on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I can start making my calls. So what do you do? You go back to my call block. You go back to your call block. It's nine o'clock on a Saturday. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Piano man. Um, so you go back to your call block and you say, okay, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to get started right now. And you do it and you make your calls. And even though the first few are going to be hard because you're bouncing back, the more you get into it. It's like muscle memory. It's muscle memory. It's the laws of physics. An object in motion wants to stay in motion. You start going with, you start going at it. Uh, I'm sorry. I think we kind of jumped into act a little bit, but analyzing is basically the part where you come up with that plan. Right? It's, when am I going to get back in motion? When am I going to get back into it? And how am I going to get back into it? What steps do I need to take to prevent this from happening? And then the last step is really easy. You act. You do it. You do it. So the next thing we're going to talk about is actually that analyze part. This is this is setting up and implementing your plan. It's creating smart goals. And I don't think we've done a whole thing on smart goals and... I don't know. Do we? Well, we did do a smart goal episode. Did we do a smart goal episode? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then 
let's look back and figure out which episode that was. Yeah, we're going to have to, we're, yeah, just go back to our website. Just do let's a quick see. search of uh, smart goals and, and you'll be able to find it. But that's the analyze part, right? So we're going to take the, we're going to find a specific, a measurable, huh. attainable, a relevant, and a timely type goal. And, you know, when you have this analyze section, I keep thinking of like when, when I, rolled my ankle when i took the kids to sky zone Mm -hmm. you know i had been running every single day i was in pretty good shape i was you know doing it consistently and when i rolled my ankle and i couldn't walk for three weeks i was laid up in a bed and then after that i was mentally laid up like i was (laughs) afraid to put pressure on that leg right Mm -hmm. And, and so i made an excuse why i couldn't work out anymore and then finally when i got back into it it was like okay i'm gonna do this three days a week and I'm going to go light on the, I'm only going to run on, uh, you know, that's that turf on the football mm-hmm. field, right? I'm mm-hmm. not going to run mountains anymore. Like, you know, how we were running cross country type right. stuff. Yeah. We're not going to be doing that anymore. I'm just only going to run on flat ground on turf mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm going to do it three days a week and I'm going to start, you know, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I set myself up to do that. Right. And then I kind of fell off, but then I got back on. And then I made made four days a week, and now consistently back on the back on the horse. But it exactly. wasn't easy, dude. It took like a year. I was, I, I guess I didn't really internalize and analyze what had happened. I think I was using as an, using the what had happened as an excuse. Using being on crutches as a crutch. As a crutch. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was good right there. Yeah, yeah, was you like good. what I did there. That was good. So, all right. You know what? I'm gonna talk about these smart goals anyway, just to remind people. You know, because it's always good to have it here again. So SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timely. So specific, right? Um, let's take this recent recent incident. Uh, I got the feedback from the agent on why and how she felt that things went wrong. So my specific goal is to ensure that that specific mistake that was made Never happens again. Never happens again. Right? So, if that never happens again, that's my measurement. When it does happen, it won't be something that I did. It will be something that the other person failed to do. So, I'm going to make sure that I have something in place to ensure that this doesn't happen to anybody else ever again. That's my specific goal. All right. And what that means, I, I don't know if anybody cares or whatever but basically we instead of providing a single proposal to a client we're going to make sure that we have three separate proposals and we're going to say here are your three options so that's my specific goal is to make sure that every agent when they go to do a presentation has three proposals to show to the client this wasn't a coaching program this was an underwriting issue for your underwriting team this was a coaching issue okay this was a coaching issue and i mean it, it was Partly on the underwriting team's fault, uh, or, or on on their plate, if you will. Uh, but it was definitely on my plate as well because this agent came and asked me for those things, and I did not provide. All right. All right. So that's on me. That's on me, and I didn't provide because my underwriting team didn't provide. So it, you know, I mean, you can you can keep going back and throw the you can pass the buck as much as you want to, but bottom line, I didn't provide the thing that my agent asked me for. Mm. I don't care who else didn't provide it. I didn't provide it. My agent asked me for these things, and I didn't provide it. Oh, so, so you're being accountable. I like that. Yeah, holding right. myself accountable. Keep going. All right. So measurable. 
how do I make sure that this, or how do, how do I measure it? Is if it never happens again. If every single time that an agent goes and does a proposal, they have three, I'm sorry, uh, does a presentation, they have three proposals, then I'm doing my job. Cool. Is that attainable? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Is it relevant and results driven? Yes. yes. Here's what I want to see is I want to see an increase in closing ratio. So if we are closing, and I got to go back and double check the numbers, but if we're closing 75% or 60% of all of our presentations, you know, let's say it's 60, I want to see 70. Right. Or 80. That's a results-driven, relevant goal. Right. And I should be able to track that by end of Q1, 2019. So you're setting a time on it. So I'm setting a time on it. So it's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant, results-driven, and it's timely. And that's a smart goal. And that's a smart goal. And that's what that's what we need to set up on our on our own regular basis when we hit a failure, when we hit a roadblock. Is when we're doing the analyzing how we're going to get back on it. The goal can't just be, well, you know, I'm going to work out, you know, sometime in the future. It has right. to be specific, right? Correct. I mean, yours was specific to the situation that happened, but it's still the same process. And then the last step of course is to actually do. Mm-hmm. Is to put it into play. Yep. Oh, and that's the other thing. It's it's timely on when I can measure it, when I can measure this change. And it's also timely in that I'm going to start implementing that this week, tomorrow. Right. That's going to start Monday. happening. And yeah, and when we do our Motivational Monday call, we're going to talk about this. Because it's got to be out there, right? It's, it's got to be addressed. accountability factor. Absolutely. All right, so last one, perseverance, right? Commit to your plan. Commit to your plan. So this is basically your last, you know... You, we talked about the three steps. Step one, understand that everything's going to be okay. Step two, ask yourself, what did I learn from this? And step three, implement your plan based on what you've learned. Okay? And then it comes down to perseverance. It's, look, just keep going. Why do we fall? So we can learn to get back up. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. It, and it shows your commitment to your plan. What you really need to do more than anything else is understand that big picture. Understand what it is that you want and how your failure ties into it. It's just a stepping stone to get to where you want to go. It's a stepping stone to get you to the next place because you're not going to get to the next level until you've had some failures. No one who is ever successful has never failed. Now look, we do want you to learn from others. We do want for you to sure. you know, learn, get a little bit of an education, talk to people who've been in the business for a while, have a coach help you get through the points. But no matter what, no matter how much wisdom you intake from any of your mastermind team, mm-hmm. you're still going to experience your own failures along the way. I can coach you and teach you and give you every instructional video and how to on how to ride a bike. But I promise if you've never ridden a bike, the very first time you get on one, you're going to fall. But you're going to get back up and you're going to ride, baby. Ride, baby, ride. You're going to (laughs) ride. All right. So bouncing back from failures. By the way, I mean, this was mostly your episode. I can tell this failure really bugged you. Oh, man. I I do. You want to know what it was? Um, This agent said to me, listen, James, when I go to present something like this and when I go to talk to people, my my reputation is on the line. The referral that I got is a deeply held relationship. And if I don't, if I look bad, it reflects on those around me. And I said, you know what? 
you're absolutely right. And the fact that your your reputation is on the line means that mine is too. And if you're failing, it's because of me. So yes, absolutely. I take this very, very personally because I care about every single one of my agents. So I'm just throwing it out there. If you want a coach like that, <laughs> if you want a coach that's that deep, that's why you got to go to our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. Click on the free coaching call and get yours today. Or if you just want to vent a little bit, get that frustration out, help you get that accountability, shoot James an email, james at csfirst.com, or you can shoot me an email, hernan at csfirst.com. Make sure you talk to us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod or on Facebook at CS First. We're going to do some live Facebook live stuff this week. So stay tuned. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out.